0: Welcome to Not My Story, and today we're talking about a man who fought in World War II for 30 years. Hiru Anoda was born on the 19th of March, 1922, in Kanan, Japan. When he was 18, he was enlisted in the Imperial Japanese Army, where he trained as an intelligence officer in the commando class Futamata. On the 26th of December, 1944, He was sent to the Lubang Island in the Philippines, where he was ordered to do all he could to hamper enemy attacks on the island. This included destroying the airship as well as the pier at the harbour. Onada's orders also stated that under no circumstances was he to surrender or take his own life. An order that would end up taking most of his life without him knowing. Under Japanese warrior code, surrender was an unspeakable disgrace which could resolve in you getting killed when you got home. It's probably a good idea to talk about just how ruthless and invested the Japanese were in the war. The Japanese felt as though they were being disadvantaged by the Western powers who continued to control much of the Asia-Pacific region. They saw themselves as surrounded by colonialism with no way out. Their anger towards the US increased when America introduced restrictive immigration laws that were considered anti-Asian. Couple this with the fact that the Japanese army believed they were descendants from God destined to take dominion over the world, Japan also didn't observe the Geneva Conventions, which protected civilians and prisoners against ill-treatment. Japanese soldiers frequently used prisoners as target practice and would ruthlessly torture and interrogate soldiers in the hope of extracting information. Their belief that they were the master race enabled them to carry out massacres without the remorse. Now back to Onoda. When he landed on the island, he joined forces with a group of Japanese soldiers who had been sent there previously. The officers outranked Onoda, and prevented him from carrying out his assignment, which made it easier for the opposition forces to take the island when they landed on the 28th of February 1945. Within a short time, all but Anoda and three other soldiers had either died or surrendered. Noda, who had been promoted to lieutenant, ordered the men to the dense jungle in the hills. There, Anoda continued his campaign with the soldiers living in the mountains. During their time in hiding, they continued to carry out guerrilla activities, as well as being involved with shootouts with the police. They stole food from local villages, as well as setting traps in the jungle and foraging whatever they could find. Then, in 1945, another seller killed a cow for food, and found a leaflet left behind by islanders which read, the war ended on the 15th of August, come down from the mountains. However, they distrusted the leaflet and concluded that it was allied propaganda. Again, at the end of 1945, leaflets were dropped from the air with a surrender order from the general, again Anoda's group studied the leaflet, and decided it was propaganda by the enemies. Four years after, Yuchi Akutsu walked away from the group and surrendered to the Filipino forces in 1950, after six months on his own. This only caused the rest of the group to become more cautious, causing them to go deeper into the mountains. By this point, the armies used pictures and letters by the family of the men, dropping them from a helicopter asking them to surrender. For the third time, the group believed this to be a trick. On the 7th of May, 1954, another of the men, Shimada, was killed by a shot fired by a search party looking for the men. Then, the third of the men, Kazuka, was killed by two shots fired by local police in October of 1972. Anoda was now alone. 22 years on from Anoda being completely alone, he met a Japanese man called Noria Suzuki, who was looking for Lieutenant Onoda as he wanted to write a story and hear about his feelings and experiences. The two became friends, but Anoda refused to surrender, saying that he was waiting for orders from a superior officer. Suzuki returned to Japan with a picture of him and Anoda to prove he was still out there. With this picture, Suzuki convinced the government to find Onoda's commanding officer, Major Yoshimi Tanaguchi, who was now a bookseller. Tanaguchi flew to Lubang on the 9th of March 1974, where he finally met with Anoda and fulfilled his promise that he made back in 1944. Whatever happens, we'll come back for you. Tanaguchi issued Anoda the following orders. Number 1. In accordance with the Imperial Command, the 14th Area Army has ceased all combat activity Number 2. Units and individuals under the command of special squadron are to cease military activities and operations immediately and place themselves under the command of the nearest superior officer. When no officer can be found, they are to communicate with the American or Philippine forces and follow their orders. Anoda was finally relieved of his duties and he surrendered. He turned over his sword, his still functioning rifle, 500 rounds of ammunition, and several hand grenades, as well as a dagger his mother had given him before the war started. Although he had killed people and engaged in shootouts with the police, the circumstances – the fact he thought the war was still going on – were taken into consideration and he received a pardon for his crimes. Upon his return home, he was offered all of his back pay, which he refused, and when well-wishes gave him money for his return, he donated it to a local shrine. Anoda died of heart failure in 2014 after complications from pneumonia at the age of 91. Overall, he spent just under 30 years fighting in World War II. From his book titled, No Surrender, My Thirty-Year War, Anoda states, with integrity, and I include in this sincerity, loyalty, devotion to duty, and a sense of morality, one can withstand all hardships, and ultimately, turn hardship itself into victory. Thank mm-hmm. you.